Good morning, everyone. This is Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome, welcome. What's going on? How's your life? How you feel? It's okay to not feel like you're quite like yourself. I mean, I know the holidays usually come with its own stresses and pressures, but this one seems extra. Mainly because, what are, I mean, what are we dealing with? You're probably still going to buy gifts, but you're not going to be able to, like, hang out or, you know, it's just going to be different. You know, I normally get together with friends who come in from out of town, probably won't be doing much of that. Or maybe, you know, I've been a wild card. I've washed my hands, I wear my mask, and where there are open restaurants, I go to them because I want to see them survive this. And uh, sometimes you just need to get out, you know, you need to see your people. This has just been a lot of isolation and a lot of frustration. And if you were blessed to keep some income, you know, just get out in the world. Pray, pray and uh, wash your hands and take your vitamins and, uh, you know, just keep it moving. Hopefully we will be free of this. Uh, It'll probably be at least another six months before it really is more under control, especially if these vaccines work. But it won't you won't be finding out on me because I am not getting in line for that. No, thank you. They just came out way too fast for my comfort. Um, also, finally, I mean, I didn't uh, mention it, but I read in passing that finally the Cleveland Indians are getting rid of their logo. Um, and, you know, I found their grinning Indian way more offensive than the Redskins or Chief Illini Weck because, uh, you know, they were more, more fearsome, you know, they were like warriors. This Indian that they had was just, if he had been black, you would have been like, oh, it's a Sambo. So yeah, I'm glad it's gone. Um, I mean, I feel like I'm sensitive to racial stuff. I feel I am, but I I don't know. I always thought naming your team after a fearsome warrior wasn't offensive, but I guess it is. The Indian is the exception. I didn't find that fearsome at all. Um, But, you know, are they going to make the Chiefs change their name? I don't understand how this works. The Seminoles, you know, there, there was a lot of, I get it, insensitive team naming. But a lot of times it was an homage to somebody fearsome, you know, but I get it. I I don't know. I get how some of it can seem insensitive, especially when it's not a warrior, but something somebody grinning like I just did not like the Cleveland Indian logo at all. So I'm more than happy to call them the Cleveland baseball team. Um But the other ones for me are just, I guess I get why they're offensive. But then I also am like, but it was not meant to be an insult. It was meant to be, you know, and maybe if, I don't know, I'm treading down a road I'm not really sure about, (laughs) you know, I'm, I'm never going to come across as if I'm perfect or I'm politically correct all the time because I'm not, I'm not going to learn all your adjectives and pronouns or all that stuff. You know, I'm too old for that. If you look like a boy, I'm going to call you boy adjectives and pronouns and descriptors. If you look like a girl, I'm going to call you girl things. 
sorry. Um, I don't have time to figure that kind of stuff out. Especially if you're introduced to me as a boy and then you become a girl or vice versa. I, I, you know, but it's, it's common now because I've, I've received coffee from baristas all over, uh, the city and it's like, you have long hair and you, I can see you're going for girl, but your voice is super deep. So then I'm always like, okay, thanks. You know, just thanks. But I'm normally a yes sir, yes ma'am kind of girl. But hey, I, I'm i not trying to be politically correct. I try to be polite. <laughs> so, you know, you just got to bear with people over 30. I can't imagine a lot of young, a lot of older people really being able to just embrace that. I read somewhere a long time ago, I think last year I read somewhere, people believe there are 32 genders. What? Who's going to learn all that? I can't be responsible for learning all that. You know, I just, I don't get it. I think things can go too far and people can expect too much. So I'm laying it down right for you now. Like, keep the bar low. I don't have any ill intentions. I want everybody to be safe and happy and healthy. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be the woman of your dreams in terms of political correctness and completely understanding and uh you know, but I want you to be safe and free from persecution. But I'm not gonna be a spokesperson for anything. I not I just I'm not broad minded enough for that and I'm too old now to learn. And it's not an excuse. I'm not close minded. I just am not going to get it. (laughs) I'm old minded. (laughs) But I say all that to say, you know, when somebody comes at me at some point in my future, it's like, well, you said on your podcast, I'm telling you right now, this is not a politically correct podcast. I've said a lot of wildly offensive things, I think. (laughs) And it's just who I am. I don't apologize for that. And it's like, don't persecute me because you feel persecuted by me because I won't learn your pronouns. I just I just don't see the point in that. You know, I just don't get it. And I probably won't because, yeah, I just won't get it. I'm middle-aged and I, I lean into it. I have a whole host of other issues that require my full attention and I can't be trying to figure out new genders and, uh, you know, new phrases and names for everything. I mean, I was opposed to African-American, if you want to be be uh, real. That one came out when I was in college. And I get, you know, nobody wants to be called colored. But then we moved at some point uh, to being black and so I grew up uh, with black pride. So it's like, yeah, call me black. African-American is some political term somebody came up with because it sounds good. But, you know, I, I don't I don't have any emotional connection to that. I just feel like a black girl. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, my stubbornness goes way back. <laughs> but, and. and so I was really obnoxious when I was younger. Uh, so this will be something wildly offensive. So when people were like, hey, should do you, 
I did this to white people who would ask me, well, do you prefer African-American or black? And I'd be like, actually, I prefer darky. <laughs> if, you, if you really want to make people uncomfortable. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and it was it was only bothersome to me because these are words that just make liberal white people feel comfortable, you know. In my mind, it's like, okay, why you grew up at the same time I grew up and you've been calling me black. Now all of a sudden I do do you prefer okay, well I'll just be a jerk and really make you uncomfortable. <laughs> it was fun. Uh but yeah, and don't ever call me darky. But I was making a point. You know, come on. Like we've had a storied history of name calling in this country and I've settled in on you know say it loud I'm black and I'm proud I'm I'm good with being a black girl I'm really fine with it uh so anyway I wasn't intending to talk about that but nine minutes in there you go uh that's the stream of consciousness part whatever comes to my mind so anyway yeah that's good that's that I was concerned about that Indian, but I've been saying the Cleveland Indian needs to go. And mainly because their logo is not fearsome. Their logo was more offensive to me because I'm telling you, you darken that skin up a little bit and you're like, wow, this is nothing but a straight up Sambo or Mammy type situation. Yikes. So it's Thursday. We're I think we're, what, a week away from Christmas. This will be weird. I read today that Trump told somebody that he's not planning on leaving. Who cares? If you stop talking about him, maybe he'll just go away. I'm tired of talking about him and anybody like him. I'm ready to just be rid of this whole experiment of, you know, I'll just try my hand at politics type of thing. I'm over it. I've seen a lot of bad actors and I'm done. You know, uh, I I just can feel completely burned out by this whole process. Uh, finally, Mitch McConnell is saying that uh, Biden's president. It's like, dude, are we going to have to sedate this man and get him out of there? And all he really is doing, you understand this. He's just delaying going to prison. He He only ran for president, so he didn't have to go to jail. I am fairly certain. He has been uh, indicted and indicated in some very uh, nefarious things. And he used the presidency to try to shore up some cash uh, and stay out of jail. You know, look how long it took him to show his tax returns. And even that he didn't do voluntarily. And how this fraudulent human being is still got a, a deep and strong abiding fan base. I'll never know. But you see what he's doing. He's just trying to avoid going to prison. How are you going to pardon your kids, pre-pardon your kids? <laughs> it's like, oh, if you need to pardon them, then you know y'all did something wrong. You know, that's uh, that's that's criminal language. You already know. Well, I'm going to pre-pardon my kids. I ain't never even heard of that. How can you pre-pardon people? So you already know this dude. He's up to something that needs to go to jail. And... I'm not sure what his fan base is thinking, but, you know, right is right, wrong is wrong. There is such a thing called the law, and you need to follow it. And all these people 
who want criminal justice reform, don't forget the law part. We're having such a narrow conversation about things. There is still the law and laws that we all must obey. That's what makes us America. You know, and I get some things are unfair and some things are not enforced properly. Or if you if you can afford a good lawyer, you probably won't go to jail. I get all that. But, you know, no one's above the law. <laughs>